0: Hello, hello. My name is Brittany Pope, and you are tuned in to my podcast on my own terms. So this podcast is fairly new, and I feel like it's important to kind of give a quick little synopsis of what this podcast is exactly. So On My Own Terms is a podcast for me where I'm just having a conversation out loud with you guys, my listeners, about everyday things that make us who we are and shape how we view the world. And I came up with the name On My Own Terms because I was really thinking hard about the kind of podcast that I wanted to have and what i wanted to talk about and i wanted it to be something that was like a thought provoking perspective like i wanted it to be something that would potentially be the catalyst to someone having a thought provoking conversation with themselves about whatever it is in their lives so it was important for me to create this podcast and During each podcast, the focus will be on one specific topic, something that could be either really integral to who we are or something that could be kind of like every day. And I just want to provide maybe a different perspective or a devil's advocate style perspective to the norm just to get people thinking, hopefully get people talking and hopefully get people in a space where they open themselves up to potentially changing or altering their perspective on the world or other people who view things differently than them. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, I wanted to talk about belief systems. Belief systems are really a huge part of who we are, okay? That's why it's important for me to do this one first because Most of us identify with our belief systems. We don't see our belief system as something that's separate than who we are as a person. And I was the same way. I think we come into this world not having belief systems and when we're really young and pretty much too young to internalize what our environments are trying to get us to believe in, we create our belief system through experience. Like, okay this circular thing that turns red is hot when I touch it. And I touch it and I burn my finger a little bit, so I'm not gonna touch that again. Or um, I don't have a good vibe when this person picks me up, so I'm gonna cry when they come around me because I don't want them to touch me. Like that is the extent of our belief system growing up when we're really, really young. But then as we get older and are able to internalize what we're being socialized to believe, we start out having a belief system that is not something that is our own. It is someone else's and they have projected it onto us. They have given it to us and we have to figure out what to do with it. And for me... I think the problem with this idea of having a belief system that wasn't my own is because it unfortunately shaped how I grew up. And well, I say unfortunately, and I'll touch on it in a in a bit, but I mean, I guess there are, I'm not gonna like say <laughs> it was awful, you know? I, it turned out okay, I think, but I, I feel like overall, I could have been a different person and maybe even a better person, better suited for adulthood for sure, if I had been able to establish a belief system of my own when I was younger. So I'm 27 now, and I started this journey of rebuilding a belief system around 21. So most of my adulthood, meaning my 20s right now, was spent kind of like recovering from my childhood, which is the case with most adults. So, of course, when it comes to belief systems, the first thought of a belief system has to do with religion. And see, okay, I went to a private school. So I, and I grew up in the South. So I, (laughs) I mean, you can guess, like, how I felt about religion. I went to a private Christian school. I identified as Baptist. I was like super involved in church because we had church was weaved into my education curriculum. Like, we were going to chapel every Wednesday. All of the stuff that we were learning in class kind of centered around this idea of Jesus Christ. And so I had all of these like preconceived notions and perceptions of how I should live my life as a young person, as an adolescent so that I could be seen as good in God's eyes. But that was before I even had a chance to ask like, what is God? What does God mean? What does God represent? What does being a Christian mean? What does being religious mean? Like all of these questions that you don't know to ask because you're just too young to know those questions to ask. Like you're just kind of going with the flow of what the people who are around you are telling you to do or telling you to believe because to be quite frank, those are the people who you're looking up to, and so if you see them in a positive light, you're gonna to wanna to emulate them, A, to please them, but B, because th- they are your guiding sources for what you're doing in your life, right? So um, fast forward a little bit, and around 14, I was just done with church. Like I made a decision, Like I don't wanna to go to church, The churches that I had gone to were just really petty. I felt like a lot of drama centered in church, and I just didn't like that drama, so I stopped going. I have a dad who uh, told me from a young age, like, I have a relationship with God, it's my own relationship with God, and I don't necessarily have to go to church to continue building that relationship. So I was like, okay, I get that. So I'm gonna stop going. And then people start asking questions like, are you still religious? Like, do you believe in God? Like, what do you believe in? What do you identify as? And then at that time, I didn't even know the term agnostic. Like agnostic, if I had known that term, I probably, probably would have like tossed that term out a ton because agnostic really, I think, best summed up. How I felt at that time in my life was like, I believe in something, but I don't know if it's like what all these other people are believing in. Like, it feels completely separate than that. It feels so different. And I think that was also around the time where I started having qualms with the idea of religion. Because, in my opinion, religion is the most divisive institution on the face of the planet like, people are killing one another in the name of their religion. And to me, all of the major religions essentially say some of the same things. So you're not even, at that point, killing people over a sheer difference in ideology. You're killing people or persecuting people for a difference in methodology and, like, how they practice their beliefs. And I just, I couldn't get behind it. And so... I wouldn't say that I ever identified as an atheist, but then I identified as agnostic and then kind of like not sure what religion meant to me. And then in my 20s, I realized, okay, I'm not religious at all because I don't believe or like to support the institution of religion. I don't have a problem with people who do at all. Like I don't have a problem with church. I started going to church again. Um, in the past two or three years because I don't think there's anything wrong with church when it's done on your own terms or when you are able to, through the experience that you've had in your life, are able to go out, make decisions for yourself about why you like something, why you don't like something, why you like this church as opposed to this other church, stuff like that. Anyways, let me get right back on topic. So I... um then went to college, Georgia State University. What up? <laughs> and I, um, I took a philosophy class, and I feel like when young people take philosophy philosophy classes, that's when like so much of their world just kind of like implodes because now you are seeing all of your beliefs and what make up your belief system, hopefully in a different light. Like if you're going to philosophy class and you are open-minded and you're really listening to what you're being taught, it's designed to make you think. It's designed to make you ask questions. And that's most certainly what it did for me. And we talked about a bunch of different philosophers, a bunch of different schools of thought, but I think the one that resonated with me the most at that time was Rene Descartes. And he he pretty much touched on belief systems and and basically kind of said, Hey, I'm I'm kinda of, obviously I'm paraphrasing, he said it way more eloquently than I'm saying it in this way right now. But essentially he said, I have all of these beliefs, I don't even know where they came from. I don't even know if I really believe these beliefs. So I'm going to take my belief system as it currently stands and I'm going to find a fallacy in every belief that I have. And once I do that, I can see that obviously everything is subject to being wrong. And now I can shatter that belief system that I had and rebuild it with something that is my own, rebuild it with something that I truly believe in while still knowing and understanding that it can be wrong, that I can change my mind, that I can change my opinion. And that for me, like, was one of the most eye-opening lessons, but also I, I took it farther than the lesson, right? Like, it's something that I went and applied to my life. And that is how I was able to essentially build a belief system that I can say I'm proud of and that I don't mind living my life by because I did the work back at 21 to create a belief system that felt authentic to who I am as a person rather than living by a belief system that was not created by me. It was just something that was put onto me or forced onto me. And this isn't, I'm not saying this in a way to like make parents feel bad or make um, people in the church feel bad because at the end of the day, everyone's just doing the best that they can. They're trying to impart their wisdom through their life experience onto you. So hopefully your life experience is a little bit easier or a little bit better because of what they've gone through, you know? So I know that it's coming from a place of love. I just think that it's important as people, whether you be a young person, uh, a millennial, a young adult, even an older person, it's never too late to start creating a belief system that actually resonates with who you are. And the great thing about building your own belief system is that it gets to evolve as you evolve. Like if you're doing life right, you're constantly evolving as a person. You're continuously changing because that is what life is. You know, everything, there's this quote that I love. I can't remember who it's by at this particular moment. Um but it's basically the quote is we don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. And That is absolutely correct. I think when it comes to belief systems, what we are wanting is to feel like we are living a life by a rubric that makes sense for us. Because to me, that's what a belief system is. That's what a belief system does. A belief system is kind of just like a guideline for how you choose to live your life. If you don't believe in something, you're not going to do it. You know, like, if you say, I don't believe in doing drugs, you're not going to do drugs. Like, that's the whole point. For whatever reason why you believe or don't believe in drugs is your own. But the point and the fact still remains is that if you don't believe in something you're not going to do it so you want to create a belief system that is designed for who you are and who you are now is different than who you were as a child and so excuse me and so in my mind it only makes sense To challenge the belief system that you had growing up and not only to challenge that belief system, but to alter that belief system and to Rebuild it in a way that is reflective of the direction that you're now going in your life you know and I think that's why I'm really intrigued by belief systems and and What we go through with them and other people's belief systems because I like to see I kind of gauge my personal belief system as, as an indicator of progress that I'm making or not making in my life. I think that the beautiful part of creating a belief system is leaving room for flexibility and leaving room for change. And I'll give you an example of a belief that I once had which was like in my early 20s when this first started, which is completely different now, and that is church. Like, I kind of made a decision at that time, I'm not going to go to church because I don't support church. I feel like church is all about profit. I feel like there are people who are trusted, (laughs) trusted pastors, trusted preachers, like, All these people are putting so much faith in another human being to tell them how to live their lives, and they are just profiting off of that, and they're not even great people. They're not even upstanding individuals, and I just thought it was wrong. Now, I don't have a problem with church. I feel like at the end of the day, no matter what church you go to, no matter what you believe in, no matter if you go to a big church and you support Joel Osteen or you go to a church around the corner and there's like a 30 member congregation like you're going to that church because you feel like you are getting something from it and it is not fair for me or for anyone else to think differently of you because of the church you choose to go to. Simple as that. And for me, that's like a really big change because I kind of just like wrote off church in general for a minute because I just didn't feel like there were really good intentions. And then, thank God, you know, I was open-minded and gave different churches a shot and realized, okay, there are some churches out here that are doing really, really great work, not only for uplifting and empowering and helping people, but helping people all around the world, doing amazing things to improve the livelihood of so many people. So that, for me, was like a big shift. And if you are going to start the process of rebuilding your own belief system Make sure that there's some wiggle room. Leave yourself some room for flexibility because it's essential. You are going to change. And if you don't leave that room, then you're kind of always going to be on like the edge of having an existential crisis because it's like, this feels good or I think I like this now, but it goes against what I believe and what I told myself that I believed. And if I change or if i go back on what i believed and i told people then they're going to think negatively of me or they're going to think i'm a hypocrite doesn't matter let people think that, let people think what they want to think they're going to think anything they want to think about you anyways so you may as well live an experience that's true and authentic to who you really are and to the belief system that you make up for yourself you know that's that's really how i feel about it i think so much of our belief system is less about what we believe and more about what we think others want us to believe or what we think others believe. Like, we are looking around at everyone else trying to figure out their philosophy on life and adopt it as our own, and the problem with that is that they're different than you. They're different than me. We're all different human beings, so there's no way that one belief system, one approach to life, one school of thought, one style of philosophy can be ever encompassing of all of these different personalities, different mindsets, different perspectives. Like there's just no way. So the best way is to create something for yourself. And the other really good thing about your belief system is that you don't have to talk about it out loud. You don't have to share it with other people. You just have to live your life by it, if that's what you choose. So some people also feel pressure when it comes to belief systems, I think, because they're afraid that if they talk about their belief system out loud, and it goes against the popular opinion or the majority of belief systems of other people that they know, that they're going to be looked at differently, or they're going to be looked upon negatively. And my personal opinion is that you don't have to share it. Like, If it's something that is important to you and is good for you in your opinion, leave it. Make make it private, you don't have to share it. I think I have made um, my little, I've carved my little niche online being open about change within myself and within my life and within my viewpoints and perspectives. You know, That's one of the reasons why I love that I've written For most of my entire life. Because I literally have a catalog of change. Like it's the craziest thing. Like I I remember every so often what I'll do. Is write down like what my idea of love is. Because my idea of love at 15 was completely different than my idea of love at 22, which is completely different than my idea of love at 27. And to be able to see that change, whether it's about love or any other topic that I choose to write about, I enjoy putting it out there because hopefully if people are following my work, they'll be like, dang, Brittany like really changed. You know, like her idea of whatever really evolved. And she's okay with that and it's okay to change like to me that's what hopefully the underlying theme of this particular podcast talking about belief systems is is that change is inevitable change is a part of who we are evol- evolving and evolution and it's all a part of the human experience and our belief system gets to change and evolve with us we don't have to change and evolve in spite of our belief system that is I think for me when I when I really just kind of look over everything that has happened um, across my own personal experience and the experiences of people who I know, a lot of the greatest internal fights or internal battles and struggles that people face is when they don't allow their belief system to change with them. You know, I think you just got to get to a place in your life where you're comfortable with the idea of change. And once you're comfortable with the idea of change, you're able to live a life that feels right for you, and what's right for you today might not be right for you tomorrow, and I'm here to tell you and to remind you that it's okay, and that your belief system is exactly that, your belief system. You get to make it up, you get to follow the rules, you get to define what is right for you, what is wrong for you, Stop letting other people define what's right and wrong for you. Those people don't know you. Those people didn't create you. Like Those people are in the same boat as you, just trying to figure life out one day at a time. They are no better than you. Sure, they may have a little bit more wisdom in a certain area or a little bit more experience, but even then, you have to take any advice that you get, any experience that you have with a grain of salt and recognize that it doesn't have to be indicative of the whole. Just because I had a few bad experiences in church doesn't mean that I get to go and write off all of of the churches, right? Like, just because I you know, struggled with identifying as religious and now identifying as spiritual doesn't mean that I get to go and think negatively upon other people who don't agree with me. Like, it, it's all so relative. It's all so subjective. And that is what I hope that you take away from this particular podcast, is your belief system is malleable. Your belief system doesn't have to be set in stone unless you want it to be. Your belief system doesn't have to be shared out loud unless you want to share it out loud. You get to change. You get to evolve. You get to believe in one thing and not believe in it the other day, the next day. It's all good. It is all good. You are all good. And that brings us to the end of this podcast. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening. I hope that um, my out loud conversation about belief systems made you think or will make you explore more um, and delve deeper into who you are and why you believe what you believe. So if you want to catch up with me online, you can find me at BrittanyPope.com or at CarefreeAF.com or on social media. My All of my social media handles are at BrittanyPope. And you can email me to brittanypope at gmail.com. Anyways, I'm out of here. I'll see you guys or talk to you guys in my next podcast. Hope you have a wonderful day, week. Um, I love you. And yeah, talk to you soon. Bye.